The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. I want to start today looking at the world of work and employment and whether more people are being told by their bosses to get back into the office after years of working from home. And also want to be discussing as well, is the shortage of housing having an impact on the jobs market? Let's bring in our two guests on this. Robert McGillifourig is Chief Communications Officer with Sigmar Recruitment and the founder of the Talent Summit. And Ian Talbert is Chief Executive of Chambers Ireland. You're both very welcome to The Last Word. Robert, if I can bring you in, you released a survey today showing that the model of work is changing and many people who would have been working full-time from home over the pandemic and indeed over the past year, well, that is changing a little bit. Bosses want staff back in the office. Yeah, we're seeing a a remote work rebound, I guess. And I think the last three years, we've seen the power dynamic go from the employer uh, to the employee and uh, one direct one direction of flexibility been provided to uh, to employees um, and enables to work from home. But I think what we're seeing at the moment is is we're seeing the softening in the position uh, from the employee and a hardening in the position of the employer. Uh, and we've seen a, a significant rise in the hybrid workforce and less people now working full time remote from home. Half of people in your survey now working hybrid, so sometimes in the office, sometimes Mm -hmm. at home. A year ago, it was what, just over 40% of people working full-time at home? It's grown by two-thirds over 12 months. And I think there's also a context to understand here as well, Ian, that it was probably uh, tougher to do 12 months ago. So we do have a kind of a a change in the the kind of the, the COVID situation. But I think really what this is this boils down to is that I think the hyper competition for talent this last two years in particular that it's really been about people and not about place and I think employers who favor in-office work are starting to find their voice once more and they also have the cover around economic uncertainty so a number of macro conditions and a number of kind of preferred conditions are starting to I guess align and we're starting to see a move from full-time remote to hybrid. Do companies just want their employees back in the office and they realise now, well, look, the pandemic's over and we're in a position now where there are jobs going across the economy, particularly in technology, and now we want you back in. Yes, it's hybrid right now, but we want you back in full-time soon enough. I think there's a tug of war going on. And I think in the early days, there was a a real polarisation of views around the workplace. But put very simply, I think when you consider work, you have a workforce, you have a workplace, and then work practices enable the collaboration uh, in order to get products built or services delivered. Uh, And I think we've made tremendous gains around well-being and around kind of individual flexibility this last two years. But I think that might now start to recede as the question around kind of well-doing and collective performance is starting to surface in tougher conditions. And all we have to do is to look at, I think, the tech wreck, the layoffs this last six, nine months. And I think there's a slight nervousness and there's certainly a less a lesser degree of confidence, I think, amongst the workforce and job security is starting to feature as a motivation and it hasn't this last two years. Should employers be actually thinking with the situation right now, look, I can get people back in without having to pay them a lot more because working from home is going to cost you money to heat your home, put on the lights, turn on the internet? Uh, I don't think that's a major consideration, to be very honest. 
Um, I think there still is a competition uh, for talent, uh, and I think uh, I think employers need to maybe reconsider um, the, the the question of um, the use of office uh, and also the ability for their workforce to convene. And if you think early on, you had all the tech companies, they ran to having a fully distributed long-term working model, many of which have changed their tune since then. And I think some of the challenges around having teams convene at certain times of the day to collaborate um, became a challenge. Uh, And I think in tougher kind of economic times, and perhaps with less competition for talent, that I think the shoe is now on your foot. I want to bring in Ian Talbot, Chief Executive of the Chambers of Commerce of Ireland. Ian, you were in front of the Eurocdis Joint Committee on Enterprise today, along with another a number of organisations. And you're saying one of the big problems is, never mind people working from home, getting people to work is a problem in Ireland because we have a shortage of housing. Yeah, and it's not so much getting people to work. Uh, we're at full employment pretty much. We've 2.57 million people in employment, which is an incredible number. Uh, we're victims of our own success in many ways uh, in that you know, we have a hugely successful economy, growing population, uh, and we have a housing crisis. Um, and that housing crisis is causing issues. Originally, it started off in cities. It's pretty much spread around the country now where companies are really struggling to get accommodation for the type of skills and staff they need to build their business. And what we're seeing is aligning a lot with uh, what uh, is coming through in the Sigmar survey as well, which is that employees now, when they're going to interview, one of the very early questions is, what is your hybrid working model? And if you say, well, actually, we don't have a hybrid working model, they're walking away. Um, so I think employers are definitely having to change their position on a permanent basis to look to offer people that opportunity to spend some time at home. But equally, it's hard to give up when you're back in the, in the office and you're getting that sense, particularly in service industries, that sense of the, the, the water cooler chat, the things you overhear, the team, the other team that you don't have a Zoom call with and you hear what they're at. There's a lot of collaborative effort that happens by being in an office environment. It doesn't mean you have to be there full time. I hear it from some companies that they would love to expand, but they can't actually get people to move to Dublin because there's nowhere to live in Dublin and the cost is extraordinarily high, even for well-paid jobs. The issue is also, well, even in the commuter belts around Dublin, it's expensive. And if you go around the rest of the country now, It's expensive everywhere. So just getting people, even if it's a job in Cork, I can't get people to move from Galway because there's nowhere in Cork. I can't get people to move to Waterford because there's nowhere to live there either. Absolutely. And there's a further complication, which is in the past, uh, our traditional approach for the last 20 years, when we had a labour shortage, was to import employees into Ireland. And now it's almost impossible to do that because the moment they go on to daft.ie from Germany or Poland, whatever it is, and see the price of accommodation versus the salary on offer, they say it's not viable to live at that salary level. So it's really hard at the moment to get people to come into the country and to add that skill base as well. We heard those figures there from Robert that there are more companies now employing people who work on a hybrid basis that sometimes in the office two days a week or maybe three days a week. Is that going to work for people now is it going to have to be because we've nowhere else to house you where the jobs are there's a, it's a very mobile market i think there was a there was a nice quote in the survey about a, a confused labor market 
at the moment. If you'd asked me before this survey came out what was the balance, I would say, I would have said a third, a third, a third. So I think Robert's survey is saying 50, 25, 25 kind of situation. So, yeah, that's that's very plausible, that situation. But uh, it's interesting to see, I haven't taken it in yet, but PayPal's announcement today, where they're selling... 60, jo- 60 job losses announced today by PayPal, but also their factory as well. It's the factory well. sale. It's the factory sales that's the most interesting. I, I think the, the 60 jobs potentially are in servicing building type roles. Uh, they're obviously going to continue to offer a service, but it looks like they're going towards a fairly comprehensive working from home model. So it may be that sector by sector, different approaches will be viable. Robert, I want to bring you back in there now. What is the future going to look like for employees out there? Will they be working in the office more in a year's time? I think of the hybrid workforce to spend more time in office. And I think there's a, a pressure on uh, employers to get better return on total investment. And I think the uh, I think the use of the office will change, but I don't think the, the, the remote element um, will go away anytime soon. I think we've gained tremendous benefits, but I think the bigger question is, like if you look at the societal impact, like we don't have enough evidence, I guess, to really understand the long-term impact of kind of like isolated remote work for individuals, for communities, for teams, but also like we look at the, the history of work, talent has always found the opportunity and that has been the flow of migration, it's been the flow of people. Uh, now there's an option to go two directions where now opportunity um, no longer uh, has to find the talent, uh, but the talent can find the opportunity. So we're looking at, a, again, a confusing labour market, and this tug of war will continue for some time. I want to bring in Ian Talbot just on a couple of issues here. As we've seen and we heard from Robert, the issues around job losses has mostly been confined to the technology sector. Will that have an impact on domestic companies, members of Chambers Ireland? Are you seeing any concerns amongst your companies that perhaps they're next to have layoffs? Well, it's a, it's a great question. And of course, the tech companies are members of ours as well. Um, but I think definitely what we're seeing, though, is the potential that companies who are struggling, small companies who are struggling to get staff because technology do, uh, jobs at bigger salaries were available, might actually see an improvement in their conditions. So there could be people coming back into the workforce that have been laid off from a technology role that potentially could start working for a small business again. So it's back to, you know, the very good description from Robert, a confused labour market at the moment. But we keep going back to, we've never had so many people in employment and employees have great choice at the moment and employers are continually going to have to adapt to that. But we keep going back though to the housing issue. We've not only a full employment market, we've a full housing market as well. Every house that's available at the moment has somebody in it. We need to free up housing stock as well. Ian Talbert, Chief Executive of Chambers Ireland and Robert McGillifory, Chief Chief Communications Officer at Sigmar Recruitment. Thank you very much for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.